Hey everybody and welcome to the Steven Show. Yeah, I just made up a theme song, sort of. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Everybody good? Good, good. That's what I like to hear. I'm sure you're nodding at your radio or your headphones or whatever going, Hey, Steven Show's on. I'm feeling good today. Well, I'm feeling good today too, man. It's Thursday, the sun is shining, sort of. I mean, it's it's morning, so the sun is shining. I mean, you could say the sun is shining everywhere, but I'm not going to talk about that. That gets into the weeds. We don't need to talk about astrophysics. All we need to talk about is what's on my mind. And today, man, let me tell you something. If, you, if you're out there in the world and you're lucky enough to have a best friend, like a friend that you can depend on, 100% of the time to always be your buddy. Man, that's that's a good feeling. So last night, my uh, my buddy Lando, I've been friends with Lando since I was 12. We've had our ups and downs, our lefts and rights. But uh, at the end of the day, we always uh we always manage to find our way back to each other and have a great time. Landon's like the brother I didn't have, and it's it's funny cuz back in junior high and middle school, he would he would break my pencils and stuff and stab me with things or pretend to. I think he punched me over a game of NFL Blitz once. But that's what friends do. And uh, But anyway, so we, we've been hanging out this week because uh, he's in Raleigh for training. So he's right here near me. So he's been coming over to the house. Came over to the house a couple times, hung out. And last night we went to a pub in Apex, downtown Apex, Salem Street Pub. Man... That's a nice place. That's a great place. They had they had good burgers. They had good beer. I had my first Red Oak beer, which is a local North Carolina brewery. It was delicious. I didn't think I would like it, but they they and they they asked me so quick, "What do you want to drink?" And I mean, I just sat down. I barely got to see what was on the, the tap, and she's like, "I don't know." And they were like, "Well, Red Oak is on special," and I said, "Oh, oh, give me the special." And I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh, crap." It's gonna be. This is gonna be one of those beers I don't like. It's full of hops. It wasn't. It was delicious. It's great. Um, but we hung out for a little while, talked about stuff, had a good time, and uh, it's one of the few times I've ever sat at the bar because the tables, man, it was gonna be a twenty-minute wait. But the bar, two seats right there. One said Steve, one said Lando. So we sat down on them, and it. And then the evening commenced. And it was wonderful. Um, Dude's doing great photography, by the way. I think you can go, I think you can go to LandonHolly.com and uh, check out his photography. Can't remember if he's got it set up or not, but you should. You should go check out his his stuff because he's an he's he's an artist with a camera. Very impressive, very very impressive work. Um, but anyway, the reason I tell you that story is to tell you this story, which is probably less interesting than I think it is, but it's kind of cool. They do trivia night every Wednesday at 8 p.m. A guy gets up in front of the people at the bar and starts doing trivia. And you write your your answers down on a card and you take it to him. You got a team name and all that stuff. I've never done trivia at a bar before. So we participated for a couple rounds. Because it goes from, I guess, 8 to 10. Each round lasts about 30 minutes. And in some cases, I thought the questions lingered a little longer than they should have before they moved on to the next question. They got to give people time to think, deliberate, you know. And it was fun, uh, but the dude who was doing it had on a Green Lantern shirt, so I was like, okay, I have identified that there is a nerd in our midst. 
and I was a little limbered up because I had a beer, and I get a little bit more social, like, I'm a talkative guy, and if you come up to me, I will be happy to have a conversation, but man, am I careful about initiating one. I'm not good at walking up to a stranger and saying, hey, let's talk to each other, but I'm really good at responding to someone coming up to me saying, let's talk to each other. So it's like if you're, you know, if you see me wearing a a Warcraft t-shirt or something and you're a Warcraft guy and you come up and you're like, hey, I love Warcraft. I'm like, me too. And then we have a great conversation. That that I can deal with that. That's how Dragon Con works for me. I see people that I know that look cool. But then if you, if you put a beer, like just one, I don't even have to be really intoxicated, just a little bit. I'm good. I can talk to anybody. Not drunk, but comfortable enough to just be like, hey, what's up? So he came over and he was just standing there kind of looking at stuff. And I was like, hey, man, what does it take to be the guy that asks questions on a microphone at a place? Because I was talking to Landon about it right before because looking at him, I'm like, ah, I just want to hold a microphone and say words on a stage somewhere. That's that's kind of my thing. That's why I'm holding this stupid microphone in the car on the way to work in traffic. Uh, You just it's one of those things I feel like that's a comfort zone for me. Which sounds stupid. Being on stage is is not okay. But being in front of people with a microphone, for some reason, I'm okay with it. I'm happy with it. As long as the pressure's off. And I don't know what... As soon as I get up there and start talking, I don't want to be graded. Let me say that. I don't want to be graded on what I'm doing. I don't I don't like giving people like information that I feel is going to be is going to be met with um, unkind words or. I'm afraid of being wrong on stage. You could probably you could probably say that. So, asking trivia questions, man, I know I'm right because I'm asking the questions. I'm letting them be wrong and adding some flavor. So this guy was good. Like he was good. He was fun. But uh, but I was like, I wonder how you do that. So I told Landon. Landon was like, well, just ask him. I was like, ah, I'm gonna ask him. And they walked over, and I was like, ah, opportunities. I have a I have a theory sometimes. That, uh, that God sends me a carrot stick every now and then. He's like, hey, Stephen, I know you do not you do not know how to do things functionally in this life, so here's some, here's, here's some help. I'm just going to put things in your way that make it easier for you to get stuff done. Um, and I don't know that that's what he's trying to do, but that's how I feel sometimes. Uh, but anyway, I asked him, and he said that he kind of just hung out at, at bar trivias for a while, and got to know the the guy who was doing the the trivia asking the questions and built a rapport and then over time you know he ended up subbing for the guy a couple times and doing the trivia you know himself but uh but it's cool he seemed like a pretty cool dude so i don't know somehow in the future i'm gonna i'm gonna find a way to do something like that because that'd be fun you know say he's got a real job and everything but he just likes to he likes to do the trivia and I, I, I've always liked being on a on a stage, you know, doing stuff. I just like talking into microphones. That's just me. I don't know. You know me from podcasting, so it's pretty evident that that's what I enjoy. But it's been it's been good. Got some uh, got some family down for the next uh, next couple weeks, which means the baby's occupied, which is the best news ever. We got Memorial Day coming up. Um, man, we've just been having a great time. Let me tell you something. If you are a married individual who likes to play video games, I cannot encourage you more to get your spouse to play a game with you. Me and Stephanie have been every well, every Tuesday. I say every Tuesday, but what I mean is the past two. Uh, we've been streaming 
our game our gameplay of the uh, game called Shrine, which is a side scrolly puzzle game. I might have talked about this already, but uh, dude, it was amazing. We put, we did it the other night again, and had a few people join in, and they were like, "Oh, this is hilarious! I'm coming here every night or every Tuesday." And I, I thought that was that was really encouraging because me and Stephanie, like, she's she's amazingly funny. I don't I'm not even taking any credit for how successful that is. It's and every everything she says is value. Like me, I just ramble and then I'll I'll get a hit every now and then. I'm like a bad photographer. I'll just take a thousand pictures just so I can get ten good pictures. Stephanie, when she shoots, she scores. You know what I mean? Like it, she throws out a joke and it wins every time. Every time. She's a, she's a remarkable woman, and I am incredibly blessed to have her in my life. She's just so much fun. Um, but if you, if you're interested in any of that, we join us on Tuesdays at eight and, uh, and join in the chat. Cause we watch the chat while we're on, uh, we're playing so we can interact with you guys and take your, take your suggestions. Let us know when there was a treasure chest that we, we miss. It's a good stuff, but I mean, we're having so much fun and Ashley's doing her dungeon boss thing. And I think you're just going well, man. Like everything's, everything's, everything's good. Everything's good. I'm excited because Lando's thinking about moving down here. He and his he and his wife currently way out west, way out in the Pacific Northwest, which is a little harder than it should it should be for us to hang out. So they're uh, they're working on moving down to this territory, the old southeast, and I can't I can't express how excited I am for that to happen. Like that would be great. And it's going to be different because me and Stephanie have a baby and it's hard for us to get away as often as we used to and doing things at the drop of a hat is just not a thing that we're, we can do anymore. But I think we've both come to understand that and have found a way to accept it. And I think the challenge for us usually is other people accepting it. Uh, there's a tendency to think, oh, I see other parents do this, so you should do this. And it just depends depends on the kid and it's it's good when things happen and you you see a parent um like or another person go holy crap you're right yeah that was that was hard you know like the other night i think uh stephanie finally felt some good validation because um her mom said something along the lines of i've never seen a baby that hard to, to get down to sleep and it, it, it makes Stephanie feel awesome because she's been telling everybody, he's just so hard to get down. He's just so hard to get down. You can't get him to go to sleep. And, and somebody just say, man, you're right. He's a tough baby to get down. It's like, yes, I told you. And it's true. And I'm not crazy. It kind of lends some, some, it lends something to you to make you go, okay, I'm all right. But yeah, man, I tell you, this is, it's, it's a, it's an adventure, but it's a good one. But anyway, that's about that's about it for me, man. I don't have a whole lot. I've I've been uh I've been watching this this election news. I don't really want to get into a lot of it, but I'm tell you what, man. I'm a little anxious about this next this next general election, like a, in a lot a lot of ways. Like I was talking to Stephanie the other day, and I was thinking, you know, Mitt Romney, Barack Obama. Ah, either way. We're not gonna. We're not gonna be great. We're not gonna be. We're not gonna be not great. We're just. We're gonna be good. It doesn't really matter who wins. It's just. Uh, it's different sides of the same coin. For better or for worse. You know, one person's gonna probably be all right. The other person's probably gonna be all right. 
you, you feel like you're going to come out the other side no matter no matter what. And I mean, even before that, I mean, John McCain probably would have had us at war, but I mean, you, McCain, Obama, you probably eh, probably be all right, you know. And I had a preference, you know, at the time it was Obama seemed like he was he was singing my tune a little more than the other guy, and and, and last time it was kind of like eh, take it or leave it. I guess. Rather have the same guy I know than the new guy I don't know who doesn't really seem to have a firm foundation for anything. But this time, it's like crazy versus crazy, man. I, I don't know if you're if you're for one of them. It's awesome. I'm glad that you found a you found something you can identify with, and that's that's important to you as an individual, and that's what America's about. Pick your pick your thing and, and go with it. And I'm not I'm not here to tell you how to be. I'm just telling you how I feel. And I just feel like Hillary wants to be president too bad. She makes me nervous. And uh, and Trump, I think he's just doing it just to prove a point. <laughs> and uh, and, and I'm, it's hard for me to say this, and I don't know if I'll regret it or not, but if you've ever looked at Trump's platform, it's actually not as psycho as his mouth is. If you look at his issues and where he stands, it's like, oh, well, that's not a terrible idea. If you weren't an awful human being, if you weren't a terrible human being, these well-thought-out policy ideas you have, minus the wall and the, the xenophobia and all that stuff, uh, they're not bad. They're not, they're not terrible ideas. And the, the things that you want to, that you keep saying to people to get them riled up and then engage their fear and hatred, uh, those things you're not ever going to be able to do anyway. So it's kind of like, ugh, Congress will never let that fly. You, well, you don't think so. It's hard to say. But uh, but it's it's like you get you get Hillary and some of her stuff ooh, and I'm, and the reason I'm nervous about her is the stuff back in ninety two ninety three, with her and uh, and Tipper Gore and their their censorship dealios where they were trying to get video games and movies and music and all this stuff identified and kept from children and I and I get that I understand where they're at but I don't I'm not comfortable with someone telling me how I'm allowed to raise my child. I'm, I'm nervous enough as it is. Being a parent's terrifying. Because you, you're like, I mean, all your kid has to do is walk into school one day and be like, ah, oh, my dad hit me. And be a joke. And they still got to follow it up with a full CPS investigation. Like, that's, that's crazy. Like, I mean, I get it. Better safe than sorry, but holy crap. I mean, it's not a game. It's not a game. That stuff scares me to death every day. Every day. Not every day. I don't live in fear like that. But you know what I mean. Stuff can make you nervous, and I don't like the idea of somebody trying to be my my mom or my child's mom. Like I'll I'll take care of that. We we got it. We got it. We're good. If if he wants a CD that has a parental advisory on it when he's twelve, I'll give it a listen first. And I mean he can't be hypocritical. I mean I listened to Blink One Eighty Two when I was thirteen. That was my gateway drug, and it had a parental advisory uh, sticker on it. And I mean that music defined my high school year. I mean, it got me into guitar. It did. And I still don't swear. <laughs> and you think, oh, sure. Steven probably just doesn't swear on podcasts and stuff. No, I, I just don't. I don't like it. I've never been a big fan. If, if swearing exists, I prefer it in context and, and with emotional power that it, it needs or it, it was meant for. I'm not a big fan of just rolling around F-bombs all the time, or, or S-bombs, or D-bombs, or whatever you got, and you're all like, what is, what's an S-bomb? Um, I just don't dig it, I'm not, I'm not into it. Now, when it's, when it's used in a, in a context, like in a, in a movie where you're trying to put forth some emotional power, 
awesome. But in a movie where I see that IMDb has it marked as having 500 F-bombs, I'm looking at you, Out of Watch, Force of Watch, what was the movie called? End of Watch, police movie. Me and Stephanie are going to watch that because it got all kind of awesome reviews. 500 plus F-bombs in 120 minutes. Like, no, something's wrong. Someone wrote something poorly. That It's not, it's not going to work for me. I'm not going to do it. You know, even Deadpool had more constructive F-bombs. I don't like them being thrown out like a just a generic expletive. It's got to it's got to have some like uh, the the best use of that I can think of was the movie um, the way way back. Way way back was a beautiful movie, by the way. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. But there was not much swearing in that at all. And then there's a really intense moment, and the mom just kind of flips out and drops one. And I mean, it leaves you standing there like your own mom just swore at you, and you're like, oh, oh, geez. She was mad. Like that's the that's what that should do. I don't even know how I got on this topic. I don't I really don't. I really don't know where I was going with any of this stuff. But anyway, I think I was on something about Trump and Hillary. Who knows? But uh, I don't know. I voted for Gary Johnson in the primary. And you say, Stephen, you threw away your vote. I say Stephen voted in a way that he would be able to sleep at night. <laughs> that's what Stephen did. And it's not like I'm gonna it's I'm not gonna vote. I'm gonna vote for who my, who I go with, regardless of of whether they're in, they're seen as a potential winner or not. I'm just gonna do my thing. I'm just gonna. I'm all I'm gonna do is is uh, vote with my conscience. You know, it's how I'd want other people to vote with what you feel. You know, don't look at it as like, well, if I don't vote for this person, then this person will win. Look at it as I want to, rather than voting against someone. Consider voting for someone. You might not like any of them, which is fine. In that case, I mean, I I am not one of those people who thinks you have to vote if you don't you don't feel like any of these people represent your interests, you know, and you feel like your your conscience won't allow you to vote for any of them. Then don't. You have you have a freedom of choice, and there's there's no legal obligation for you to have to. There's I mean, there was an enormous amount of people who fought and died for that right, but I'm not going to hold that as a as a you have to because that just doesn't feel that doesn't feel like that goes against the spirit of the whole thing you know they voted they voted or fought for you to be able to vote but hey if you choose not to they also fought for your freedom of freedom of choice freedom of speech all that stuff so freedom man don't let them don't let them get you down but i'm done here just pulled into work i'm gonna call it a day so i hope you guys have a wonderful week I'm going to go in here and get to work and do some cool stuff. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye.